There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, guys, on today's episode, uh, another win, another episode of me trying to piece my voice together for 20, 25 minutes, and uh, <laughs> talk's coming. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy, once again, for the third time this season, uh, happy Victory Monday, everyone. That's right. That's, that's just what we do here in East Lansing. This is what we celebrate here on the Locked On Spartans podcast. That's your podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday. Um, yeah, I'm your host, Matt Sheehan. This is my voice hanging on for dear life after losing my mind inside of Hard Rock Stadium with a lot of just beautiful, beautiful Michigan State fans. Uh, wow, what a... What a day. What a game. Um, you know, we're going to talk about it. That's right. But you couldn't see that one coming. We are going to banter about uh, the game, the 38-17 to win over Miami. Talk coming, by the way. Talk coming. Spartans are back. We're back. Actually, you know what? No. Talk ain't coming. Talk's already here. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that a, a little a little later, maybe like a minute or two. But first, before we get to that, need to kindly ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This is, once again, the Lockdown Spartans Podcast. We do this five days a week. If you ever have any questions or comments, LockdownSpartans at gmail.com. Always love hearing from you guys. And uh, once again, got to meet a few awesome, awesome, very nice listeners uh, in Miami and really can appreciate uh, all the love and support from all you guys, whether it be in person, over email, Twitter, whatever it is. Certainly don't take it for granted and just want to Share my thanks before getting any further. Now, <laughs> okay, let's talk about that game, baby. Let's talk about that game. Three weeks ago, three weeks ago, Michigan State is 14.5-point underdogs to Miami. Obviously, different trajectories have taken place for these teams. Michigan State, okay, a little better than a lot of bookmakers thought. Miami, yeah, okay. Mm, a little disappointing for them. But let's make no mistake about this. No matter how many you know, people want to deny that Michigan State is a good team and that they're coming back, and no matter how many people that want to say that, oh, it's an overrated Miami team, this isn't really a good win, that's uh, that's just disingenuous. That's just not fair at all. Um, listen, this Miami team absolutely had every right to win that game. They should have won that game. They have the athletes. They had 19 returning starters from last season. Their starting quarterback, 24-year-old Derek King, Older than seven NFL starting quarterbacks that will be starting on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that is a team that is absolutely worth celebrating, beating, especially especially on the road. It's, it's not you don't have to really stretch your memory to think of the Arizona State game. You talk about different circumstances to play in. That was a hot game. You were playing in an oven. Kind of had the same vibe here in Miami as well, and. Let's talk about the weather here really quick. Let me put my meteorologist hat on. It was a toasty one. Toasty, toasty, toasty one. And the way the stadium is built, with the angle that the sun starts to set a little bit in the early afternoon, is that Michigan State's sideline is squarely in the sun for the entire day, whereas Miami's, they're enjoying the shade. Brilliant work on their part, I do must say. Um... Not brilliant when it doesn't work to your favor. One of the MVPs of the game, actually, is there was massive cloud coverage in the fourth quarter, so uh, that, that probably helped uh, the boys stay cool. But 
Let's talk about Tuck right now. Enough about Miami, enough about the weather. Let's talk about Coach Tucker. Tuck coming. This is a man that last year took over, uh, quite obviously, a team that was not at competitive in the Big Ten, save for two miraculous games against top 25 opponents in Michigan and Northwestern. You go out, you lose week one to Rutgers. You talk about a tone setter for <laughs> what the tenure is going to be like if things don't, don't get turned around quick. And you talk about quick work, man. That, that's what Tuck's done. Since that Rutgers game, and maybe a few of you saw me tweet this out, but I'll say it again. After the Rutgers game, in the 11 games since, two, no, three top 25 wins now, a 3-0 and start in the following season, and really just uh, hope that, not even hope, but just assurance that things seem to be okay, that they are going to go well, and it's going to move fast, too. Because you think about the transfers and the position movement that really helped win this game. Um, Kenneth Walker, complete and utter animal. We'll talk about him next segment. Uh, Connor Hayward switching him to that H-back position. What a completely, completely difference he has been making on the field this year. You just go back to that touchdown run. He sealed off two blockers. I, I can't say enough good things about Connor Hayward. And if you've been a listener of this show... You know that's probably not always been the uh, dialogue here about Hayward. It, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. It was a little harsh, but running back was just not working for him. Man, this new position, complete stud, complete cheat code. And I also have to apologize to one other person, too, because I, I thought they've just done a fantastic job so far to start the season, and, and that would be Jay Johnson. Uh, offensive coordinator Jay Johnson, I thought, has just done a, a masterful job uh, with this team. The, the play calling has been pretty rock solid I gotta say I mean what they did against Miami was was great first, hey first half no no one's gonna lie to you I'm not gonna say here it was all you know four quarters of greatness first half was tough I, Miami brought the pressure over and over and over and then over again to the point where I thought uh oh no we might be seeing Anthony Russo here because I don't know how Peyton Thorne can keep sustaining these <laughs> they weren't sacks he was getting walloped steamrolled molly walked Getting put in a casket in some of these hits. But, hey, got back up. And what was even more impressive, I'll tie this into Jay Johnson's play calling, is the timely screen plays, knowing that the blitz was going to come. All right, ball needs to get out quick. They're going to be undisciplined. They're going to blow by the line. Let's get this out very, very early and fast. So Jay Johnson calling those plays and also shout out to Peyton Thorne for after taking lick after lick in the first half. Staying in the pocket and delivering the good screen pass. Hey, I know it's only like a five-yard pass in a lot of these situations. He was getting his body leveled every single blitz and to stay in the pocket and, and you know, deliver the screen pass where it has to be to set up greatness. I mean, yeah, it's it's the, the combination of so many things on Saturday. I just talk turning the roster around so quick, getting the team ready for Miami. There's the, the play calling, which was spectacular. Uh, the, the the toughness that the team showed, the halftime adjustments, the not making as many small mistakes as the other team made, and boy, howdy, did they have their share of mistakes. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of drop passes, uh, a lot of just undisciplined penalties, which, hey, it's nice to see that happen to a team that MSU is playing every once in a while. Not going to be too upset about that, but yeah, it was just a culmination of so many great things, and the icing on top, Awesome turnout from MSU fans as well. I mean, not to break our hands, patting ourselves on the back here, but whew, 
Spartans travel, baby. Uh, the guy in front of me at the game turned around midway through the first quarter saying, how does MSU usually travel? Because this is, pretty, this is a lot of people. I'm pretty impressed right now. This is you guys. You guys travel hard. Is it always like this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, probably. It doesn't hurt that Miami's a beautiful place, and uh, you know it's probably a nicer place to travel than oh, I don't know, Corvallis uh, to go see the MSU play Oregon State if that should ever happen. But yeah, man. I mean, Spartans travel hard, and hey, for good reason because uh, we got a good team to follow. Got a great team to follow. We will be right back in a hot second, guys, uh, to talk about the offense, then we'll dive into the defense in the third segment. But first, need to talk to you fine folks about prize picks. Prize picks, this is for the college football fanatics, and uh, that's probably you because, hey, you're listening to this podcast, so you must love something about college football. Uh, have you heard of prize picks? Well, let me tell you about it. It is a daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. The leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world. Go try to find someone that has more college football props. Actually, don't. You'll waste your time, so don't even do it. They have all the star players of the Power 5, as well as the mid-major players you might have not ever heard of. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdown, even interceptions thrown. And check this one out, guys. Uh, all users uh, that deposit and use promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So, how exactly do you play? You pick two to five players, the over/under on their projections, and win up to ten times on any entry. It's just you against those numbers. You're not going up against anyone else's team. Just you against the numbers. So, use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. And I do love something that's fast. So, thank you. One time for prize picks. Uh, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. So, don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to the App Store today and download prize picks today. Prize picks is the daily fantasy sports just made easy. So I know that in the in past we've given rival fan bases a lot of crap for touting September Heisman's, um, getting way too amped up about guys way too early on in the season when you know you're just a quarter of the way to the finish line. But wow, um, Kenneth Walker. Okay, I I can see why the other guys always you know puff their chest about September Heisman's because this is fun. This is a blast. I'm having a great time right now. September Heisman? Oh, Kenneth Walker. Oh, he's your September Heisman. Yeah, you're damn right he is. Yeah, have you seen the guy run? Have you seen the guy play? The guy's a complete maniac out in the field. <laughs> Just a ho-hum. 172 yards, you know, 27 carries, 6.4 yards per attempt. Oh, yeah, well, no, no touchdowns. So not that good of a day from him. No, I'm kidding. The guy's a, a complete legend. And once again, um, I'm going to be doing this. Got a tweet to read off from the one the only Colton Pouncey it's a, it's a two-parter here so part one Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker the third leads the country in rushing with 493 yards through three weeks now here is the kicker that Colton Pouncey from the athletic adds worth mentioning that he has only had seven carries for 57 yards against FCS Youngstown State the rest of the damage has come against power five opponents on the road so yeah uh, Kenneth is completely unbelievable I don't have to tell you that, but hey, I will anyway because uh, everyone should be getting their flowers here uh, while they're killing it for the Spartans. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times he literally can't tell you because I haven't rewatched the game yet, but I know it was definitely a handful of times where it should have been probably a loss of two, turning into a gain of 13, or stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Okay, five-yard gain, very nice. All right, well, this should be a two-yard run. Oh, oh nope, they, there he goes. Everyone wave to Kenny. Bye, Kenny. There he goes. Well, 
uh, we've seen it game one, we've seen it game two, we've seen it game three, and now that's uh, that's enough of a sample size for me to understand how incredible that this guy is at running the football. Uh, I, listen, I we we, we love our, uh, our we love all Spartan teams, but imagine uh, last year's roster in some of these positions. I don't know if guys of the past can do what Kenneth has been doing. And that is a testament to Mel's work in the transfer portal. I mean, just great work, sensational work. And I, we, we talked about Thorne, 7-1. Got to reiterate it, though. Kid played tough. Four touchdown passes. Just, you know, back-to-back games with four touchdown throws from the kid. Not bad at all. Uh, and he was, you know what, we're going to we talk about physical strength and taking all those blows that, that he did on those blitzes in the first half. But let's also talk about just his maturity and mental strength, too, here. Uh, the, the first half, there was, there were some hiccups, no question about it. Uh, sailed a pass to an open Jalen Naylor that should have, could have, would have been a first down. And that was a bad miss. And we're certainly not accustomed to seeing bad misses from Thorne here early on in his career. And also, hey, drop passes came from Miami on offense. They also came from them on defense as well because they did drop. It would have been a tough-ish catch, but the guy had in his hands an interception as MSU was driving towards the the end zone here. Another thing, uh-oh, uh-oh. Road game, it's hot out here. The guy's got seemingly 25 people blitzing him every single play. I, I can see why his cage is a little rattled right now, but man, man, man. Put the, put his, put his, just, <laughs> put his you-know-what's in a wheelbarrow in, in, in the second half and uh, guided Guided the Spartans uh, down the field. Just smart with the football once again. I know this is probably on your bingo card if you have one. Me talking about how smart and mature with the ball uh, Peyton Thorne is. This is going to be another one of those times because second half he never really had any throws where you thought, uh-oh, what's he doing now? Uh, because it's just smart, heads-up guy. And What else What else can be said about Naylor and Reed? What a complete dynamic duo. I thought that was going to be one of the most fascinating Storylines coming into this game is that, yeah, Miami, they got those South Florida athletes, man. I mean, you, you read about them. You, you, we talk about coaches recruiting them. Uh, they play for Miami. You think about the U. I mean, probably the first thing you think of is that, all right, well, they're going to be fast at the very least. I can't tell you how good they're going to be, but they'll be fast. Um, how about Jalen Naylor just leaving his guy in the dust for the game icing touchdown after that very close fourth down call, I must say? Um, how about you know Reed just up and down, man, these guys are two special players. We knew they were good, and I thought this would be a really good test because you also have a run game, too. You also have a quarterback as well, and this offense is something that, for the first time in a long time, is something you just feel pretty good about. Again, not perfect. There was a lot of pressure early on. The offensive line had their work cut out for them, no doubt. But Miami's got a, a solid front there, so it's it's not something I'm going to really lose sleep over. Uh, I think, yeah, that, that takes care of all levels there. I mean, running back, Kenneth Walker, sensational. Peyton Thorne, from where he was in the first half, both skittish throws to just getting annihilated and then bouncing back for a smooth second half, wildly impressive. And then I, I no, no other words for, for the receivers. And I'm sorry, I, I totally left out Trey Mosley, and, and I shouldn't be doing that because that kid had an incredible game as well. Um, 
just two catches, but man, uh, <laughs> uh, took that one uh, pretty far. Uh, we're talking about the, the 51 yard catch and go that he had. Uh, that that certainly bode bode well for for MSU. <sighs> man, uh, I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still high right now. I'm, I'm riding a high of, of yesterday. The just complete euphoria. Man, I'll say it again. Three, three. I, I must have said this fifty times leaving the stadium. But man, three weeks ago, this they were fourteen and a half point underdogs, and instead, thirty-eight seventeen. It was ten seven at halftime, and the offense comes out. Mm-mm. How about some four touchdowns on you? That was. I I I I've, I've prepared what I was going to say today for like the last. 24 hours, but I, I still am struggling to find, like, just, just the, the words to sum it up aptly, you know? Like, it, listen, this, this ain't no Rose Bowl. This isn't a college football playoff berth. This isn't a Big Ten championship. And we can say that because we know what that feels like as state fans, but, man, this from from where this program has been, knowing how much work had to be done and how quick it's been turning around here and seeing it in real time, incredible. 10-7 at halftime turned into a 38-17 to Ass whooping on the road in the sun in South Beach, and uh, Mel got Don Brown fired last year. Uh, he might get Manny Diaz fired this year, but hey, that's uh, that's for the Locked On Hurricanes podcast. All right, guys, I'll be back in a hot second. We'll talk defense here uh, at the other side of the break. But need to talk to you about sweat block wipes. Yes, I'm talking the doctor created, doctor recommended product, sweat block wipes. Uh, if you weren't rocking sweat block wipes in Miami, oh my goodness gracious, you were probably uh, on the struggle bus big time. But if you were rocking sweat block wipes, you know that they have seven day per use usage out of these bad boys. That's right, you swipe it on one day on Monday, let's call it, you're good till Sunday, baby, seven days. You get the dry shirt guarantee. Sweat block isn't keeping you dry, you get your hard earned money back. They have been the best seller on Amazon for the past 10 years, racking up over 13,000 reviews and currently sit at number one in Amazon's antiperspirant category. That's solid because Amazon, I'm sure, has a ton of antiperspirant options out there. Uh, manufactured in the good old U.S. of A, guys, and like I said, doctor created, doctor recommended. So, what do you do now? Well, you go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your order. That's right, guys, 20% off your order. With promo code locked on at sweatblock.com, or like I said, find them on Amazon or the shelves of CVS Pharmacy. And I'm not done talking to you, beautiful people, just yet, because I need to talk to you, find folks about Built Bar. That's right, we're talking coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. No matter what flavor it is that you love, uh, wow, it is uh, it is a treat. It is a delight having a Built Bar with those amazing flavors. And it's, it's not just the, the flavors on the taste buds, the, the greatness on the taste buds, but it's the greatness on the body, baby. The body. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, just 130 calories. Uh, crazy. Only 4 grams of sugar, still crazy, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Sensational. Sensational metrics from Bill Bar right there. You know what else is sensational? How about the promo code? How about LOCKED15? That's all one word. LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. Once again, guys, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. we got to talk about the defense. We have to. Um, Maybe at times MSU's best defense was just the Miami Hurricanes' own hands. But uh, 
there was there was still some greatness there. Let's just talk about the, the the run game right now, or probably the, the lack thereof run game for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, just running down the stats here: twenty four carries from Miami, fifty two yards. That brings them to a grinding number of two point two yards per carry. The run game was just not there. Eliminated right off the bat. Uh, so many guys to contribute to this. Uh, Darius Snow on fires, Avery Henderson, Cal Halliday, Drew Beasley, Michael Dowell, of course, Quavo. And we will be talking about Charles Brantley here in a little bit, but man, that guy. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Me likey. Um, yeah, and it, let's address the uh, the elephant in the room and also the, the greatest redemption arc of the game, perhaps. But it, it was a tough game. Tough game for uh, number nine, Ronald Williams. Uh, still getting his feet under him here early on, but he, he what 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 a comeback at the end of the game for him. I, I guess before we, we get to wanting about that, let's talk about it. He was on Charleston Rambo for a better part of the game. Charleston Rambo, sensational game, probably player of the game if uh, Kenneth Walker doesn't exist. Twelve catches, one hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns, and one of those touchdowns, uh, the, the, his second touchdown, I I couldn't believe it. That should have. In all honesty, that probably should have counted for for two, three touchdowns. That was a insane catch, uh, catching between two Spartans trying to murder him. Uh, that was that was crazy. Enough about him. Ronald Williams, uh, touch and go. Probably a little more touch than go, especially in the first half. But the route that he kept getting beat on, the ten yard comeback is the very one that he jumped at the end of the game. So if not for nothing, you talk about learning. You talk about learning from your mistakes. Or, dare I say, maybe this is just how it how it happened. Maybe he set the bait there at the very end and said, okay, well, I know what's going to happen. They're, they're going to do a 10-yard hitch here. I'm going to plant my feet. I'm going to get ready for this one. And, oh, bam, oh, bam. I'm going to just, uh, you know, pick it off right in the end zone here. Uh, don't mind me, guys. Uh yeah, so where did he intercept that one? I'm sorry, guys. The, the, the internet's a little slow out here in the backyard. Intercepted on the 23-yard line. We'll we'll call that the red zone. I know that's three yards away from the red zone, but we'll we'll call it that. And then what happens four plays later? Oh, hey guys, Jaden Reed here. I'm back. Uh, I'm just gonna run this one in for the end zone. Thanks for having us out. Love South Beach, beautiful area. Uh, hand up 38 points on the board, Mr. Scoreboard Operator. And thank you, Ronald Williams, for setting us up right here in a great spot. Uh, yes, thank you, guys. It, yeah, so incredible comeback for him. Uh, yeah, MSU maybe wins without that interception for sure, but I'll tell you what. Uh, what makes me feel pretty good is going up three possessions with uh, 2.30 to go in the game. That sets up for a nice little celebration there. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll get back to Chuck Brantley. I'll talk about him right now. It, it, we're starting to see kind of where things are settling in the in the cornerback race. Um, it looks like Kalen Gervin is... Moving down in the rep chart a little bit, and Chuck Brantley, freshman from, well, Florida, uh, really had a lot of good moments out there. ton of good moments out there. And it's it's always fun when a freshman comes in and, like, you remember his recruiting film, you remember, like, his huddle tape, if you will. And I remember saying for Chuck Brantley, like, holy smokes, uh, this, this kid just, he's violent. <laughs> he loves contact. This guy, this guy's trying to crack ribs every single time. Uh, the ball snap, man, and uh, hey, for, for better for worse, for, for better for worse, you know, a little dicey with with, with the targeting flag here and there. But hey, the the, the kid is 
kid is a nuclear missile. I mean, just you know, sometimes, uh, you know, Miami would, would run a short little route, screen pass, or uh, something out in the flat, and then uh guy turns around and, hi, nice to meet you. I'm number zero. My name's Chuck Brantley. I'm about to uh, absolutely liquefy your ribs right now. So I, I love what I saw from Brantley right there in that game. That's uh, that's a wildly impressive game and probably the most spun he's got the entire season. And just look, just looked great, too. And it's also very nice to see Darius Snow coming along uh, well, too. Um, hey, not every kid can come on the scene and just kill it as a freshman. But, but as a sophomore, phew, love what I've been seeing from him the first three games of the season. Kind of just like Chuck. I mean, very physical guy. Uh, gets a, a good jump in the ball once he sees that the ball is going into the flat. And he, he meets him with a nice little hello. That's, that's, that's just how the Spartan Dogs do it, man. Um Man, uh, it just incredible game. And you know what? I know this is a defense segment, but I, I, I got to shout out. Had to shout out Bryce Berenger. That his leg was a low key key to the game right there. Five punts, fifty four point six per like uh, average with a lawn of sixty five. He he was a rock star in the punt game. So have to have to shout out Bryce Berenger right there. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, it'll be more shows this week of uh, the same thing we've been doing. We'll we'll get a preview for the upcoming Nebraska game. Uh, we'll talk to Stephen Brooks at some point this week, pick his brain about the game, and uh, yeah, hey, as always, we're gonna have a lot of fun. But until then, betting on Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, run team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag or wherever you get your podcasts.